Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Music by Kevin McLeod. Hey, man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on. Look at, look at my new wheel. They're sweet. Bicycle. There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can. And their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. Filler Podcast, the home of the highest quality Spanish beef. In studio, once again, round two for the new season. I am Pat Bolger. I am Mark Hodson. And hello, welcome to everybody. It's nice to see you, but nice to be back again. It's nice to be loved, Pat. These, these two-week gaps are almost too long. They're almost too long. But, uh, you know, it, and, and you, speaking of that, you know, before we get into anything and the, and the theme of the show and what we're going to be doing tonight and talking about and enjoying our, I notice we've upgraded, by the way, our our, our beverage choice of night uh, tonight. Uh, the dead guy. I, I, I this is this is good stuff. This is a tasty froth. Give, this is uh, I, uh, giving a shout out to our friends down at the Rogue Brewery in Portland, Oregon. Absolutely, we'll I'm be sure. more than happy to do a live podcast. We will work for beer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is high end. I can tell it was your night to buy. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. The worst part is, is like, hey, we're doing a podcast. Bring beer. Okay. 
Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of live podcasts, we're going to throw this out right now. Um, we are putting together the calendar for this next year, for the whole year, for the summer, for the warm months, for the cold months. We are able to bring this show live to you. We are going to be obviously doing our regular shtick of announcing live events throughout the year and throughout the Northwest, but we can also bring it to your restaurant, your bike shop, your if you have a place Any that's place. public and you think that you want the Pack Filler Podcast there, yeah. and you think that your business could benefit by the Pack Filler Podcast, we will come there. And in fact, um, we can do it pretty symbiotically, and hopefully <laughs> it's a benefit to you and us. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll bring in people, and all we ask for is, is beer. Beer, generally, yeah. Unless, of course, you're in a church, and then wine is fine. <laughs> Because they have a lot of that. <laughs> the wine is fine. We love the tasty little crackers. <laughs> the tasty are. little crackers are just delicious. Where can you get some of those? Oh, if only we knew. Yep. If only we knew someone who was Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. Hey, we have a big announcement. Um, speaking of the calendar, um, we're kind of expanding our foray. And I'm going to let my, my partner in crime here do something of the speaking on that one. This could be a short expansion. We're going to yep. check this out for this year. I have been approached by a group. It is looking like pack filler will be in charge of the Founders Day Triathlon come this June. Um, Founders Day, for those of you who don't know what it is, is actually a mini triathlon in Medical Lake, Washington. The gentleman who had it before us, I don't know if he was actually a triathlete, but what he did was he put on a great little entry-level triathlon looking at a 400-yard swim, a 13.1-mile ride, and a 3.1-mile run. And the 3.1-mile run, I think, is generous on that particular course. I've seen it measured out a bunch of different ways. I'd say it's probably 3.0 or, or even 2.9. It's a, it's, a, it's a little bit short as far as a 3.1-mile run. Um, that's just for all you tri geeks out there. Now, as far as the race itself, it's a fabulous race. Um, it has in the past always been where the start, they swim across the lake into the city park, um, into downtown medical lake. We will be looking at the swim this year. We'll be looking at every aspect of the race. We'd like to keep the parts that people love and we would like to make the parts that can be better, better. And, um, that's a lot of talk right now. We'll see what we can do right now. Our first job will be registration. We're hoping to have a website up for founders day. I'm guessing within the next month, we'll take online registration by March and then, uh, um, hopefully fill it up. I am looking right now at a cash purse. If that is legal, I don't know if it's legal or not. Um, but we're it's looking, an under the table cash, purse. an under the table cash purse, but hey, I'd like come to here, come here. I got something for you. I'd like to offer a cash purse, probably a hundred dollars to the overall winner, men, overall win, winner, women. Second place will be getting a ribbon and a small balloon that says too bad on it. But, uh, yeah, first overall man, first overall woman will both be receiving cash prizes and, uh, we'll see if we can do a little bit better next year, but, uh, it's it's an exciting new foray. Um, it could be a colossal disaster. Um, <laughs> Come out and watch but, us crash. Uh, but half of the proceeds are going to go to Friends for Children, and that is a great local charity in the Medical Lake area that uh, specializes in everything from getting Christmas presents to kids who don't have any to, hey, they can write Friends for Children, and they can literally um, say, my son needs cleats for football practice. I don't have any money, and they... If you qualify, and almost everybody out there who's ever written them has, you get your son gets cleats. Your son gets wow. to play football, and so and it's it's really a great charity. I've been involved with them for several years. I do their golf tournament, and I also do their Christmas auction. And now they're going to go ahead and Pack Filler will be uh, 
um, working with them on the Founders Day Triathlon. Great cause, great event. We only hope to improve it, and uh, I think we're hopefully – this is a shout-out to Eric if he's around. Um, yeah, we'd absolutely. love to have milliseconds timing on board with this. I really think um, there's a potential here. Love to have some other sponsors. I don't know. Dead. Love to give a shout-out to my uh, triathlon club that I've been involved with, tri- uh, Trifusion. Love to have you guys on board in any way, shape, or form that you would like to be. Um, and, uh, you know, even MD Sports, everybody out there who'd like to be involved in this – our uh, our goal with this race will be inclusion, and let's see how great of a race the people who love the sport can make it. And that's that's about it. A lot of talk right now, but you know, once we get the registration up, we get the gear in line, we get the volunteers set it set aside. I think we're going to be feeling a whole lot better. Got a lot of work. We're starting right now. We're hitting the ground running. But uh, this is the first announcement. Pack Filler will be attempting race promotion this year. God help us. It'd be you know what. And to for all of our friends who are in the promotion business, who are, are so kind to have us come out and announce their races, don't panic. Prom- we promise this is not a full time gig here. But it'd be fun to bring something different to the table, maybe you know, and then you know, have Chris Lucas come out and play or something well, stupid like that. Well, there is. It's I a mean, festival. Cool. It's the Founders Sorry, Day Festival, and there's yeah. a lot of opportunity there. And quite frankly, this is, I mean, this is a great community medical lake. I mean, it sounds funny to say that. Um, if you've never been out to Medical Lake, you're like, you think it's a podunk place in the wall, but it's a place literally like it is America. It is people who are looking out for each other. It's a good town, good community. So love to kind of put them on the map for everybody's radar. Uh, Founders Day will go off. I can guarantee that this race will happen. What's going to look like? Um, well, hopefully it's going to look awesome. Um, (laughs) let's just, let's just go there. And, uh, if it's chaos, it's my fault. And, uh, if it's wonderful, it's it's our undertaking, and you, so you heard it right there. If it's chaos, it's my fault. Mark Hodgson is the one to blame. The buck Nobody will stop else. with me. However, if it's, I think it's, I think if it's going to be something cool, it's going to take the effort of more than just patting myself. And I think um, when I'm 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 an optimist. When it is cool, I think credit will go around to a lot of people, and I absolutely. think that's the way that's going to work. Nothing is done in a vacuum. Yep, absolutely. Um, Excuse me. Boy, oh boy, that Ted guy is just smooth. It's just, it's thicker, so it takes a little bit more to swallow. Way to go, pro. You know, speaking on that tone, yeah, I'm a professional broadcaster. Speaking on that tone, um, now that we're enjoying a, a, a nice evening adult beverage, hey, how's the training going? You know, it was <laughs> not until last week. Okay, truth truth rules here, okay? Yeah, when the mics are on, we speak nothing but truth. So That's true. We all got to talk about when it really started. It started last weekend. Um right. and one of the one of the workouts was actually a, a self-defense workout and I'll, I'll explain this to you. I started Friday, put in 45 minutes on the trainer. I put in Yeah, then I put in an hour 15 on Saturday. Oh. Then I put in a 45-minute run on Sunday. Um, and the reason I put the 45-minute run in on Sunday is You were running from somebody. No, Leisha and I were going to go oh. and watch football that day. Oh. And it was the Seahawks playoff game. So we had we had breakfast casserole. I knew that was going to start us <laughs> off. We had. Bre- <laughs> I don't know if my girlfriend, and I, I love her. She's amazing. If people don't know she, Mark's girlfriend, she can she, this cook. woman can cook. Oh, my God. And this had, woman can cook. We had this breakfast casserole of eggs and hash browns and, and just full-on deliciousness. Um, honey, if you're listening, which you never do, um, thank you. It was delicious. And then our plan, she's a Patriots fan. 
we were going to go to oh. a bar and eat junk food, drink beer, okay. and watch football. Okay. And we did. And so I was like, I am getting a workout in before I do this. And Just um, level the playing field. Yeah, yeah okay. Just, if I'm going to so add well, this Sunday, all, I better subtract it. Sunday's first. a wash. Um <laughs> So and, and we didn't. I mean, we didn't go too crazy. We were in by five thirty. I mean, you know, we weren't we weren't going too crazy. But you know, did he say, "Are you going to have pizza or hot wings?" Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah we had them both, yeah. and they were delicious. And oh, I had the worst man. heartburn of my life. But it was uh, it was it was a good day. So Sunday was a wash. Monday I rode an hour and twenty minutes on the trainer, and then um, and God. and here's how I've been doing it. Um, I have seasons two and three. Of Magnum PI, and I've been okay. just watching the episodes. So I've been going kind of low intensity, keeping it around, and we can talk about the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. God, I got the theme going through my head. I'm gonna have to play it through in editing now. Here's one thing to think about, and this is awesome. Magnum PI is knocked out in almost every episode. Really? Yes, I did not know this, but when you're on the trainer, you notice these things. Wow. He is knocked out like with a shovel to the back of the head oh. or a club See, or or something and like more times than a pro boxer. Yeah, which means he should be slurring his speech indefinitely. Hi, I'm Magnum PI. Shut up, Higgins. Shut up, you little jackass. You're Robin. You, 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 Robin, you're Robin Masters. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's. Uh, but I, I've got to admit, I love the show, and it's stupid enough that I can watch it on the trainer and follow along. Okay. And you know, I've I've just been doing little my my training right now. I've got a a plan ahead, but right now it's keeping okay. it really in kind of the lower zones and uh, doing some jumps every ten minutes. Just to, wow. and, and the reason I do that is to, so I have something to look forward to. You know, so yep. you're watching, you're watching the clock and then at 10 minutes and then I give myself 45 seconds rest in between the jumps okay. and then back into so the lower zone. In The short answer is you're underway. You've started. In theory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I started last year too, and that was a disaster. So okay. this year, the goal once again is to start a training program and finish it through to racing. Sport specific? Cycling period. Okay. okay. Period. Okay. You're yeah. not doing any big three races this year? Uh, I would once cycling season is over. Okay. I think I will commit to cycling right now. I would love. I, I actually love the mini tries. I yeah. love the the Olympic distance races. I have all the equipment for it. I have good equipment for it. I, I would love to do it, but my heart's with Arrive. Okay, if uh, they'll let us exist, <laughs> we'll see day by day, man. <laughs> Personally, I yeah, I, I said I was going to start with the new year. I'm I'm and and I tried to, uh, as you know, the last show I was feeling pretty sorry for myself. You know, I was and as I always say, I don't care about your cold. My cold was worse because whenever I experiencing, it, it's got to be the worst strain of whatever virus is out there. Because honestly. My cold was worse than anybody else's. So, um, and and that, that set me back a week, and now officially underway. Yeah, this week was you know kind of the the kick in the start, and I I think what did it for me more or less was when I I got a nice message from one of our teammates. Eight to ten hours a week. Yeah, who's who's pulling eight to ten hours a week along indoor. with other stuff. Yeah, indoor, and I just went. Oh my god! Oh yeah, he has a child. Oh yeah, a full time job. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's doing cross training on top of that. 
Yeah. And he's eating better than us, and he's not drinking dead guy ale. And he's a beautiful person. He's one of the try. He's one of the beautiful people. He is a beautiful he, person. He freaking drives he me crazy. Shout out to his wife, too. Another beautiful person. Understatement of the year. And Emma. They both drive me crazy. The family are the cat people. They land on their feet whenever possible. This is Everybody who's listening has one of these friends, I'm sure. Well... Maybe you do. Okay, but but let's and we've we've talked about them before on the show. But let's yeah. just, let's preface this: they're freaking nice people. That's too. what makes me even more crazy. I know because I know. where's the chink in the armor, man? It's like um, you know, I get this note from him saying he's doing eight to ten hours on the trainer. He's training for the world championships. Did you hear that? World, not not state, not freaking. I want to be first to cross the state line on my freaking club ride. World Championships. I went to his last World Championship race, yeah. and it was as an amateur age grouper, um, which, you know, I know that I would never have a chance to compete in that race, but, and uh, I think he was top 10, um, and he's been top 10 a couple of times in the world. Yeah, I wouldn't um, have a chance to help people, well, I'm thinking cycling trips, I wouldn't have a chance to be the guy in the pits changing wheels. I mean, that's how close I would not even get. No, but, boy... So, Shout out to him. Anything we yeah. can do to support that. And, Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's something I'd love to track on the podcast this year, too, of just oh, his yeah. trip to the World Championships and what it means to someone who's 39 years old versus someone who's 25 years old. Because when you're 25, that's everything you could ever want. Oh, I mean, God. I actually – I would bet with Roger it's something that's important to him, but his family is so much more important to him. His, his wife is Emma. Um, you know, everybody else is so much more important to him that – this is this is almost like this is something he does because that's what he does and he's got a chance to do it. However, um, you know, what I mean just just priorities. That'd be a great oh, show yeah. in general. I mean, we can move he, on, but he gives this crap about, you know, hey, I'm up at 4 a.m. What are you doing? At 4 a.m., there is only one four o'clock in the course of a day, and that is an hour before cocktail hour. That's true. That that's is it. a valid point, yes. Uh, well, an hour before cocktail hour. I mean, isn't that an hour after cocktail hour? And my, I don't know what profession you're in. I, I'm a little curious. Well, is, I'm puzzled. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, usually, I wait until the news is on. That's kind of my own rule. Noon? Oh, that, that's fine. And I'm not talking <laughs> CNN. Yeah, the, the CNN. No, it's funny too because like it's always on. Crap! Woohoo! The funny thing in my profession is, is it used to be the three martini lunch. Oh god! And in my job, like I go to afternoon hearings, so oh. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. Going in with a head full of wow. booze. No, no. Oh, my God. I, mean, I, I will say that. that I is, am Jack. For what? I just wanted to stay in I woke up. It's a cool word. <laughs> but, yeah, I cannot imagine someone drinking in my profession during the day. Oh, anymore. God. I mean, it used to be the norm. That is one thing that has changed. Yeah. Another show completely. Absolutely. Our theme of the day, if you haven't figured it out, is, is that devil bitch known as winter training. Oh. How, how do you get through winter training? Yeah. That was the theme to Magnum P.I. I'm, I'm liking that. Um, we we can talk about triathlon versus cycling versus duathlon versus running versus all that kind of stuff. And I posted earlier on our Twitter. By the way, Twitter's up and running. Uh, uh, Skype is up and running. If you want to get a hold of us, um, Pack Filler is the name for both. So I have uh, Twitter in, the, in my hand and... And Skype is all wired up and ready to go. Yay, Skype! Yeah, exactly. Um, and for all of you in California, all Ari of you, Arizona, both of you, 
uh, both of you in Arizona, freaking Australia, Australia. Um, well, no, we have people. We have some fans down at uh, Bike Effect in L.A. A great store. Allison, Allison's one of the owners of oh, Bike yeah. Effect. Oh yeah, yeah. You're telling uh, me about them. Yeah, I've been talking to Alan, Allison about getting on the show. So Allison, if you're listening to the podcast, love your, to have you. Call us in and get. We want to talk about your show. We want to actually. I think having a podcast at Bike Effect would be yeah. pretty fun. I think that'd be easy. We'd probably have to change the day to a weekend. Yeah. So my point was is saying that all you people in those warm and sunny climates, just you know what, screw you, because yeah, all of us, all of us who are freezing our asses off up here in these cold climates, trying to figure <laughs> out everything, getting ticked off at the jackholes who won't wipe down the bike at the athletic club because they're just better than you or something like that. And don't get me started on the guy spraying the treadmill. Yeah. Oh, God. And all those people, you know what? You and your warm climates, can you know, you can shove it where the sun don't shine. And, you know, I know I just got rid of most of our, our listening audience, but no, nah, most of our listening audience is probably... They're probably cold and pissed, too. They, yeah. they hate California people. Yeah, exactly. No, I, you guys just make me so mad because I... I I, oh man, you know you you've been mentioning an hour and twenty. The hour is the cutoff mark for me on a, on a, any kind of stationary device, treadmill, bike, elliptical, whatever. And I have some stuff that I'm going to talk about how to get through that later on in the show. But I can't break the hour mark on one machine. I uh, I actually got through that, and we can talk about that a little later. I got through that because of Iron Man. Oh, um, God. Didn't have a choice. You but, guys have to shut off your brains to get through a lot of that stuff. I don't know. It's not so bad. I, I think, you know, but, uh, you know, I will agree with you on this, Pat. If I had a year to live, <laughs> I would I would be on a turbo trainer because I know that it would last so long. Well, I mean, I would be begging to die by the end of that year. I would be <laughs> I would be so ready to go. Just get me out of this room and I would be done. And I know that it would last the equivalent of 20 years of existence you know, in regular human years. You know, families huddled around the deathbed. <laughs> Mark, how'd it go? You know, it was all right, but it, it felt like four years and I got through the entire lifespan of Magnum P.I. So, Magnum you know. P.I. Yeah. 480 knockouts. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. I mean, but you know, the best part is, is I really, I, I, I hate to say this, that Tom Selleck, not a bad actor. I mean, he's really not too bad with what he had to work with. The stash. He still yeah. has it and he still looks good. Does he? He's Wait. on Blue Bloods. And he's got the stash back. Always. Okay. He's never not had the stash. See, this Double is training negative. material. This is tr- training material. Um, what to do uh, this time of year? This is... I've I'm I read books. I've gone through history. I've gone through my own personal history. We've both been doing these sports since we should have known better. And um, how, do you, how do you just stick strictly to to the sport specific right now at this time? At this time, yeah. But I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, it's funny because most of my workouts that I was doing were for Ironman. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, so for me, I'm actually shifting gears to go. Okay, there's there's a much higher intensity level, a much younger crowd, um, unfortunately. And Is, are they younger? Or are we just older? Well, I mean, we're just younger, younger old people. Um, younger but old. Uh, okay, I'll go with that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I would say it's a much more higher intensity. Um, kind of in your face type racing than than triathlon is not that triathlon's easy by any stretch of the imagination it's it's all painful but I would say you know the Ironman 
training is is build, 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 and and with a little bit of intensity, so you don't completely you know lose yourself. But um, whereas cycling, I mean, my longest race this year will probably be three hours. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. By the way, you know we're not. You know we did the cat one, the cat two days where we were racing these six seven hour races and all those well not six yeah I think you my know, longest was a little over four four and a half yeah, i had some hundred milers yeah and and things like that and you know and that's a, that's that's long that's a long day in the saddle for a for an amateur cyclist at least um but yeah it's for not, a triathlete, somewhat mind-numbing yeah oh yeah. yeah for a triathlete you're talking 13 hours oh my god I mean, oh, you know, man. for a for an Ironman like a like a just someone coming in towards the end, I'd say bottom half. I'd say which is me, um, <laughs> and then I'd say you get you get up to ten hours for the good people. So between ten and twelve hours is is fairly fairly standard. So what are you doing right now? As I mean, if you in the eyes of a triathlete, are, are do you start now, or is this because I'm thinking, you know, how many events does it? Uh, yeah, and I'm not talking iron distance. You know, I'm talking all distances. Roger started now. Well, you look at Roger. Roger never quit though either. Yeah. And I think um, be interesting to hear hear his perspective because I think he's so knowledgeable in that respect that he will he'll never quit completely. Whereas, like I think in our cycling days and in my cycling days at least, you got to your race and if you had a good result or whatever, you went and ate chips. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that was your regime until. January maybe, you know. Whereas, <laughs> um, I think Roger, his type of racing, in order to improve, requires fitness year round. It requires a certain amount of uh, um, a certain amount of just stick-to-itiveness, for lack of a, a better word, to just keep going the entire time. And so, um, but but you can't like, um, and I and I. I, I use this example loosely because I, I really like the guy and I think he was a great writer, Eric Ingard. Eric Ingard in our day seemed to me, and I would love to pick his brain about it, seemed to me that he would ride at high intensity as long as he could, as far as he could. For, yeah. I mean, I remember being in a snowstorm in December oh, and being in Nine Mile, which was where I lived, and there's Eric Ingard training. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't think that's what you want to do. But I think you can't quit either. Like so, I think what Roger will do is go towards mountain biking in the fall and running and cross country. He coaches cross country and those types of things. So he's the extreme of what you should do. Yeah, I think um, you and I are probably the extreme of what you, <laughs> what you should what not you do. Probably shouldn't do. I I personally think my my issue is I work too much. You well, know? yeah, and that's a, that's another issue. That's the next issue. Um, how scheduling, um, how to fit this in all it, you know, I'll admit, and you know, I'll toot our horns. You know, I always, I bust my own balls all the time, but you know, we were pretty damn fast in our days. Now it, it, I guess you could, I guess we could, I guess anyone could, but where and when do you fit it in? What, how can you do it? Easier for me than you. Really? Well, because I'm single. And yeah. I mean, relatively single. I'm with Alicia. Hi, Alicia. But uh, hello, Alicia. Hope you're listening. Um, but uh, I'm single, and uh, I don't have children. I don't have a small child. Um, so may someday, but I, I don't. 
And so it's easier for me than you because I don't have those responsibilities. In some ways, it's harder for me because my job is is kind of demanding. But um, it's harder for me to get to set races on a weekday. Um, But for me to fit it in, honestly, if I don't fit a workout in, it's my fault. Okay. I'm finding myself at... Uh, setting a schedule, getting a plan down mm-hmm. just from the years of experience. And then I think almost I'm getting to the point now where that's almost not necessarily the idea of what I should be doing. I, I'm I'm now at the point where I know where I need to be. I know what needs to be done every week. In terms of when it happens, many of you are going to say, you idiot, don't loosely plan. But I have to. I have to. I look a week in advance. And I say, okay, what's the schedule like this week? When, okay, when do I have an hour on or two hours on Tuesday? Do I have to split it on Thursday? Do I have to pull my ass out of bed on Wednesday? Uh, and, and I and I'm now starting to break it down that way because to just say every Tuesday I'm going to the YMCA, every Thursday I'm doing intervals in the morning, I, I can't do it. It just doesn't happen anymore. Well, I think one of the things that was so beneficial to me my first year, and I think um, the first time I did Ironman, I was in really, I followed a plan that was given to me by Roger, thank you, and then I became injured right before it. But I was in really good shape prior to the injury. Um, Not that I would have thrown down this amazing time and blown everybody away or anything, but I was in really very good shape for running, cycling, and swimming prior to my injury, and I I was doing okay, you know? I was I was holding my own and uh those where am I going with this is <laughs> what helped me was accountability was because I Roger and I were talking constantly he was coming up with a program to me yeah and I it was different every week and it that is the one thing that I think I need personally is accountability if I leave if le- if left to my own devices um my couch gets a little too much mileage um, mm-hmm. you know, more mileage than my trainer. And unfortunately, but I think accountability, and that's the one thing that I think, um, it would be nice to, to get some, some rides in with, with you guys. Yeah. And also just some, some, some sort of a routine where maybe the mornings that we, we actually start, you know, riding together at least once a week, twice a week, you know, to where you're going and you're doing it and yeah. it's scary and it sucks. But after a couple of weeks, you're doing it. You're you, in, you know, I was saving kind of advice. <laughs> advice please don't take us as gurus in the sports but i was or saving, anything yeah i was saving advice for kind of later on in the show but i think we could sprinkle it throughout here number one is find somebody oh yeah or a group mm-hmm. to become involved with especially if you're new to all this um, oh god it would I, never work oh yeah i've i've always been a solo trainer i've I spent a good portion of my life training by myself uh, mainly because when you guys were coming up you guys were juniors i switched to the senior ranks i'm mm-hmm. the oldest guy in the group and there was a lot of those times where i'd be going you guys can get away with a 60 miler i gotta go to mm-hmm. you know double that because I'm, I'm training for something different so i did a lot of stuff on my own and um my brain still thinks that way and the hardest thing is is staying motivated while thinking that way. Exactly. It's impossible. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. You need a group of guys. And until last year, until the rebirth, the the phoenix from the ashes, um, with Arive, I, I was I spent most of my years kind of struggling in and out, in and out, in and out. And and you have to find a group to do it with. Period. I, I don't think there's another way out. And you and if you're you know and if you're gonna get your butt kicked. 
show up. Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess that's that's something. Maybe that's that's me throwing the gauntlet down for myself. Is you know, show up and uh, and get it done. I think that's really important. I think <clears throat> having the right group to show up with. You don't want to show up to a toxic group. Um, no. That will that will. Uh, shorten your career dramatically yeah you don't want to go out there with a a a group who knows the wrong way to train um you don't want to go out with a group from critical mass you know no kidding yeah we're gonna go train yeah exactly where's my marlboros get naked and stand in front of cars and show them that they're idiots fuckers yeah exactly so i guess we're gonna go ahead and go against our own rule i'll put a mature rating on this sorry Oh, we will try to avoid those. <laughs> oh, we've we've gone almost a year without a swear word. Editing note for Pat. I'll do, nah, I'm not going to beep it out. Screw it. Oh. Um, but you know, yeah, you got to find the right group. You've and and how do you judge, especially if you're new to the sport? How do you find the right group? Crap, I don't know. Um, Find the right group for you. So I think there's some good groups in Spokane, too. Vertical Earth is the one that comes to mind that I think has some really talented athletes. Oh, we, and you know, Do we want to pick clubs, though? I mean, do we oh, want no, to get I'm to that point where, that yeah. you can No, no, no. I'm saying people you could go with and find the right club for you. Yeah. I think Badlands Cycling, they're a good group, too. Go go hang out. Well, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of them. And go find the right group for you. These guys, I mean, there are a lot of those groups who kind of yeah. took over that mantle. And, yeah. and, um, and, you know, we talk about juniors. And if your club is not out. mentioned here, it's not that we don't like you. No. Mom's in motion. Yeah, go exactly. for it. Absolutely. Know? Yeah, I think I think there's a demographic that each one hooks up to. And, and if they're out there doing it, if they're out there riding, God, do it. You know, if they're out there treating you like crap and dropping you and making you, you know, and before you can go on a ride, you have to buy a jersey, you know, find the next group. Find the next group. It, like, if you have to buy anything before riding with them, to heck with them. Yeah. Um, you know, if you like riding with them so much that you want to buy the jersey, absolutely, that's who you want to be That's when with. you get in. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and then and clubs like Trifusion and, you know, and MB oh. Sports, I know they're all out there and they all want to help you be, get involved in this. So, um, huge, huge shout out to Trifusion. Yeah, absolutely. Advice continuing. Um, I'm a weight room man. I've always been a weight room man since the 1980s. I have always spent the winter months gaining power and strength in the weight room. Is that working out this year? I'm doing it. Are you really? Yeah, absolutely. How many days a week? Uh, Right now, just two. And what are you doing? I mean, you've always been strong as Knox, so that I've, makes sense. I've always made a point to, uh, well, my core is one of the weakest cores of anybody on the face of the earth. Oh, I could probably be pushed over by a four-year-old. Mark, I did I did fifth, two sets of 15 sit-ups the other day, and they hurt. Like all the way up? No, no just like on the, on the football? Yeah. And, and I was sore the next day. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, well, God, did that go over the air? Oh, no, I just admitted. Well, I mean, you know, okay. Weakness. But but I mean you're still in the weight room. I'm absolutely in the weight room. No, so and so what I'll do is I'll go in there. I I warm up, you know, thirty minutes on the bike or something sure. like that. Some kind of split it up, and then I always I always make sure to hit very specific exercises to deal with the cycling groups, and I also deal with exercises dealing with areas that are high prone to injury when you're not on your bike. Because let's be honest, if you're a cyclist, you have one specific muscle memory group. If you go up skiing for the weekend with your family, your your abductors and your adductors, the sides of your knees are shot, and and you're prone to screw them up. Well, you'll overpower them too. Yeah, and so uh, I do some of those, but I do those light. Um, I always have a tendency that if I lift heavy, I'm going to end up looking like Schwarzenegger. So I always do kind of high reps, low weight, and I do a lot of power stuff, a lot of jumping on benches, a lot of... Uh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. I do uh, bench pulls where I'm actually pulling the weight up towards me. Where do you do that, that. at? YMCA. Uh, you know what? For Downtown? many years... Yeah, absolutely. For many years, I, I was in the higher paying athletic clubs and things like that. My wife and I toured the YMCA, and I was blown away. I, it's one of the more... Do you know where my office is? No. Do you know do where you the wanna, YM- Do you want to send that out over the well, air? Of course. <laughs> do you know where the Do you know where the YMCA is? I I do. I've you know been the there. The old hair salon, right next door to it, just south. No, it's Shit. Got, yeah, really. Yeah. Well, there we go. Now we get a mature rating. Yeah. Yeah, that's my office. Really? Yeah. Stop in anytime you you work out there. I will. Yeah. You I didn't beer know. fridge. Yeah, I actually do. Here's <laughs> the funny thing. I actually have. I think four beers that somebody like brought beer when for the movers and they I have a fridge in my office and so they put the the beer in my fridge oddly enough but okay. I don't ever drink at my office I mean it's like no, a, it's yeah. like an unwritten rule yeah. uh, we don't have alcohol in there we don't it just doesn't happen yeah and so um, I haven't opened my fridge in probably. <laughs> A month, but yes, so there the are four beers. There shot. are four beers, four Henry Weinhards Go! in my fridge. God, <laughs> I didn't buy it. Once yeah. again, it ended up okay. in there. But yes, is there a beer fridge in my office? Absolutely, <laughs> there is. Um, do we drink said beer? No, no. Um, but I do have a fridge. I'm kind of excited about that. But right. actually, it's a cool office. You should come down, and anybody who needs legal services, come to. <laughs> Mark so, Hudson, attorney so, at law. Yes, I do hit the weight room. I, I, I. In fact, I'm when I was at my fastest, I hit. I was in the weight room all winter long, and I would still go there throughout the season, w- at least once a week to maintain. That would explain the declaration. Yeah, with that, with that kind of a regime, even now, um, I think that's 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 a pretty good declaration. Yeah, you know, it, uh, let's be honest. What worked in, in 1989 is it going to work today? I don't know, you know. Well, I don't know, you know. It takes me too long to get in my toe clips after the crit start. You know, what is old is new. Be honest, yeah. So, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see. Yeah, I hit those. I I definitely do that. I I I roll. I have a stationary bike here, but you can know, I ask you a question though? Like, yeah. how long do you really spend in the weight room? I mean, how long are you are you looking at, and and how long will you stay in the weight room? Because I think that's that might be something our listeners might want to hear. With with 
okay, how long do I go in so, for one setting? So when for I, when one I ask that question, Mr. Bulger, yes. um, when I ask that question, how long will you stay in the, how long do you stay in the weight room is referring to the duration of your workout in the weight room. How yes. long will you stay in the weight room is how far do you take that into the season? Thank you for clarifying, counselor. Um, so when I go in for one setting, let's be honest, uh, I drop off my stuff. I, you know, go up there again, all that kind of stuff. Workout starts when I start my stopwatch. I usually warm up for anywhere from 15 minutes to a half an hour. Okay. The weight, the weight machines or free weights or individual exercises consist of, and I'm going to be honest, 10 maybe different individual exercises, three sets of each. And, uh, then I, I do, I always go over to that little stretching area, do some other things and, you know, and I, I don't want to become a personal trainer, but you know, if anybody wanted to know specifics, I could tell you exactly what I'll sure. do. But I think in and out from do- in, in the door to out the door, it's an hour and a half. That's not bad. Tops. That's not bad at all. No. Okay. And, uh, and honestly it, for me in my style of racing, I am not, if you've ever met me, I am not going to be dancing up any climbs in the near future. Um, I am designed, my body's built for power. My body's built for, for rolling hills at the most. And so that's what I specialize on. That's so, you know, why fight it? So that's what I'm going to do. And so, and so what I'd like to do is maintain that and then be able to go in once, maybe twice a week in this season. Cool. Yeah. And my other, my other one that I recommend highly, this is flat on advice, especially for my triathlete friends. But how long, Will you stay? Oh, oh, sorry. I, I jumped. I jumped. Mr. Um, Bolger, please stand to I will stay in probably the two to three week, three days per week until uh, late April. Wow. Yeah. And then. Because you, you'll be racing by April. Absolutely. And then after April, I will try to get in at least once a week to just. just Lightweights, mm-hmm. very lightweights. What I would usually do is I would honestly, on a uh, like a Thursday, I would go for a ride, end up at the club uh, right towards the end of the ride, go in, lift some of the basic groups, not anything that's going to be heavy upper body because you, that's just power to weight ratio, and you know you don't want any yeah. of that big stuff. And then I'd uh, then I'll, I'll pedal home. Oh, cool. And that's about it. You know, so that's that's not a bad way to do it, and I've done that for a long time. Cool. Yep. Just curious about that. Well, there you go. There you go. Little little tidbit for me. But my recommendation is, and and I I don't know if you have any of these bad boys in your uh, life. Uh, keep going though. Let's hear it. Rollers. Really? Rollers. Hate them. Uh, you know what? I do too. But um, w- let's be t- honest. The the worst part about winter training is the time and the focus. And uh, first of all, rollers are great for, you got to focus if you're on a set of rollers. For those of you who've never been on a rollers, imagine three rolling pins set in front of you on a, on a frame, on a steel frame. Imagine tw- death at 20 miles an hour. Absolutely. And you have to maintain, both wheels are on the bike here, boys and girls, and you have to maintain balance while riding these suckers. And and if you if you shimmy in the least, or if you have if you pedal squares in the least, you're going for a little dip in your living room. You're gonna be you're gonna be hitting the carpet at twenty miles an hour and screening across the living room floor, strapped into your bike. Yeah. Yeah, these uh, uh, technique rollers, I guess, is what they uh, many people refer to them now. Well, I mean, 
<clears throat> worthwhile wise, I mean, they're really not too bad and they're, they're worth doing. I've never really had too much trouble on them. My problem is actually focus as opposed to staying on them. Yeah. My problem is I get bored. And oh, do so, you? Okay. And so I'm going, and then I'll lose focus for a minute and then yeah, I'm on the edge. Ouch! But no, as far New as... New ones are, bo- are kind of curved at the Yeah, they got the nice though, little... So it, you know, yeah. Knocks you back into play. Let's go one more time. Back in the day, they weren't. No. Um, Big, no. huge Chrysler aluminum yeah. rollers, man. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think they're great. Um, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. The risk of injury in your living room, to me, <laughs> does not outweigh the benefit of a workout on a trainer. I'm not saying do sprint workouts on them. But just getting on him death. I did have a kid I coached many, many years ago who, who came limping into school one morning. I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? He said, oh, God, I was doing rollers in my bedroom. And I, I did a sprint and I rode off of him. And he, this kid hit the ground at probably 40 miles an hour. Oh, no. Full speed into the corner of his bed frame. Just that oh. hip first corner of the bed frame. <laughs> would, would you recommend doing sprints on trainer on rollers? Um, I, uh, only for the highly experienced. Honestly, if you've got if you have great ability to control a very smooth pedal stroke, and you got some hours on them, absolutely. That's why I recommend them for. And I'm not going to be. It's actually not a bad. That's good advice. I'm not yeah. pulling any punches here for my triathlete friends. I have a lot of triathlete friends. Not my higher end, but there are some of the beginners who pedal pedal very. Push, 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 push. There's no fluidity to the to the pedal stroke, and I, I think that that is something that needs to be worked on. I think you could benefit from something like that, and I think rollers are gonna would do something like that. You know, it's funny too because I've gone to a couple workouts where Roger will write a, a workout, and one of the things he does is one legged pedal strokes. Yeah, and that's a Carmichael trick too. See, yeah, yeah. I, I wish I wish I had a dollar for every time I mentioned Chris Carmichael because, folks, he doesn't sponsor this podcast, but he's got some. He should. Stuff. Yeah, he, he should. should. Chris, um, come on, at least come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on the show, Chris. But I would say that that is one thing that that improved my pedal stroke was, and I laughed at him. I thought that's stupid. That's when I first heard of him. I'm like, that's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. That's ridiculous. Oh, it you're works. not pedaling squares anymore, and that's you don't a- have a choice, and it's hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing is high high uh, um, cadence. High cadence. Like yeah. if you do a one twenty for you know three minutes. Um, I mean, if your butt is bouncing off that saddle, then you're pedaling squares, <laughs> and you'll be paying for it the next day. <laughs> Especially if you're male. What do I? What other advice things do I have? Um, good God, keep a training diary. Yep. If you don't do that, do you do that? Yes. I mean, when, okay. I'm, when I'm trying hard, yes. I'm not. I'm not good enough at it, not, and I should. I really should. I, my advice is do it because then you know, you never know how, what from year to year, from week to week, what's working, what's not working. Include your uh, nutrition in that too, because I think you know. Um, once again, once again, one of the most important things that I've ever heard was um, someone telling me that triathlon. Like a, a, a an Ironman is actually four events. It's run, bike, swim, nutrition. Um, because, oh God! Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I hate when people say that. Yeah, kind of crap. but they're right. But, but they're I hate right. When say and that. and and that's the funny thing is, and I and darn it, I almost swore we're trying to keep, keep the NC seventeen rating just say, off of here. Screw it and go um, dark. Darn it! Because um, if we can go dark, we got to make that call someday. If we go dark, I don't think I'll ever come back. Um, uh, so. Uh, 
I, I think it was funny. And then I read a cycling thing, and and the most interesting thing was he said, I, I read this just two days ago. Was yeah, that's that's great, and you're looking at let's say saving a pound on your bike. Yeah, and says, <laughs> a pound on your body versus a pound on your bike will save you way more time. So why are you buying carbon wheels when you could forego the ice cream? And I think nutrition for cyclists <sighs> is equally important. As much as I hate it, as much as I enjoy my rogue dead guy ale, the calories my here. My microphone smells like dead guy ale. Oh, it's like Piano Man. He's a Billy Joel. <laughs> it's like it's like Piano Man. My microphone smells like, like a beer. <laughs> Sing us a song. You're the Piano Man. Uh, no, I, yeah, you're right, and you know, and, and that that was my declaration. Well, personally for myself, is I'm I I got to drop fifteen. Oh yeah, easy. stone. Yeah, <laughs> stone. I don't even know how much that is. I don't It'd know, like seventy five pounds. Is it? Yeah, I I, no, I got to drop fifteen pounds. Okay, and and I feel that you know, good God, you want to talk about a difference? That's like that's like riding a nineteen eighties Schwinn Varsity and a full carbon bike. Exactly, I mean, that's a, that's a huge difference. Yeah, and so that's I. That's why I agree with you. The training diary. Don't be afraid to include nutrition. I think that's good advice. I agree with it. Yeah, look, we had a, a friend chime in saying that carbon wheels takes like shit too. So, I, which I, friend was that? That was that was one of our teammates. Not not the fast one. Oh, um, oh, I disagree. I mean the fast one. I disagree. That is the fast one. <laughs> that is a shout out to Mr. Christopher Lucas. He should be getting ready for a gig right now. Uh, I don't know if he is. In fact, because... I think we're going to give that away at the Founders Day Triathlon. Win a date with Chris Lucas. Yeah, but I'd want it. <laughs> That's a great guy. You look at you look at the coolest man on the planet. It is Chris Lucas. Just Google this guy up, man. You know any guy that can get away wearing spats in public? Ooh, and, look, and I they got look. something here. What do we uh, is, it, is it show related? Oh, I got him here. I, I think oh, okay. I may have I may have a similar text. Oh God. Um, I'll I'll keep rolling with show uh, with show concepts. My advice: things plan a mini camp. Plan a mini camp. Ooh. This is some of the best things I've ever had Can in my we do entire an life. Mini camp? You know what? Some of the best stuff I've ever done has been that, and and a lot of it has been sis- sitting on a on a faster teammate's wheel for four to five hours a day and just suffering like a stuck pig. But it's worth it. Um, you know, if you can find an extended weekend, uh, you know, a Ooh. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or something like that, book a place. It, it can be right outside your own front door. You never know if the weather's going to be reliable, but but springtime, plan a mini camp, five to seven days, where you can go out and you can put in a couple to three to four hours, depending on your objective per day. What a great way to roll into the season. I've, and I'll admit I'm a school teacher when I'm not here. And the spring break has always been one of my most favorite experiences because it's 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 a full week to be able to get out there and it's a gift as far as base mileage goes. Boy, a mini camp. They're for awesome. An Arive mini camp. Let's see if let's see if Chris is still listening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we would I would uh extend this invitation and actually for any podcast ever to Chris Lucas. Oh, you're you're just inviting him into the studio. Absolutely. Absolutely. He knows his way around a microphone too much. He'll just start pulling off something. I don't like it when he's way cooler than me, but yeah. yeah. I would I would still extend the invitation because he he's way cooler so, than me. Yeah, oh absolutely. Mini camp. 
Um, oh, that's genius. See, I'm not as stupid as I look. Keep it real is is actually that should have been last. Keep it real. You First know what? and last. There is something that that drives me absolutely insane is is the jackhole rider out there who thinks he's two sprint wins away from a pro contract or uh you know i do have some friends who are two sprint wins away from a pro contract but you know what uh, plan your goals realistically don't don't sh- if you've never done a triathlon before don't jump for an iron man if you've you know if you're well, just entering the disagree. sport of, really well, as far as the Ironman, as far as distance, I don't think that's too okay. cool. Don't jump for winning an Ironman. Okay, okay. good point. You know, point, I mean, point. I would say make your goals as big as they are. There's a there's a whole other show about going long and why yeah. that you you can maybe the person who does an Ironman versus the person who wins a sprint triathlon, nobody's better than the other. I would say the person who wins a sprint triathlon is good at sprint triathlons. Yeah. You get another one? Yeah. I, what do you get? Yeah, what do you get? A mini camp idea, Tijuana. That would be all right. Um, but wouldn't it offset itself? But for, but for the distractions of people being, trying to steal your children and smuggle them over the border with their intestines full of drugs. I'm okay with that. It's being beheaded that I don't want to be. I, I'm not saying. Where's the benefit of beheading you, though? Me, personally? What are they going to get out of it? I don't know. But if I look even the least bit like Juan Valdez, I'm dead. I think you're safe. I've not grown a stash yet, and I've been watching a lot of Magnum P.I. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, <laughs> my last rule is, and this one ticks me off. This is one of my pet, pet peeves in the world. Um, the 60-degree rule. Oh, don't 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 wear bare legs outside no of 60 degrees? No freaking bare legs unless it's above 60 degrees. And for all you, again, in California... I have broken that rule. Piss off, because this is uh, something that... Joint damage, my God! The, the if I if I had a dollar for every dipshit runner I saw, why did I? Why was I quiet to dip but loud to the bad word? That NC I saw seventeen. This this show may be edited yeah. prior to hitting iTunes. That I saw out there. If I had a dollar for every moron I saw out there today in Spokane, Washington, it was in the twenties. Okay, maybe thirty. It was 30s. cold today. Okay, if I had a dollar for every runner I saw out there in full shorts, full shorts, I'd I'd be drinking this wonderful stuff that you buy every day what for do you the mean, rest full of my shorts? life. Uh, just shorts. No, no, no long socks, no knee warmers, no nothing. I actually got to admit, like if it's a good spring day with sun and it's feeling warm, like 50, 50 high fifties. Okay, you, I'll, wear, I'll I'll go there. Tit I'll for tat. There. You're talking about a difference of three to four degrees, but but this just I I can't I can't understand these morons. You know, people think they get on up. Okay, if you're a moron, you're just an uneducated person. But get. Come on, we would we would encourage. Make also, we would love to have the folks at Critical Mass on, um, maybe one at a time. But no. uh, generally, we think you're idiots. Yeah. Um, but and that's why we want you on. But uh, other than that, <laughs> I tend to agree with Pat. I follow the sixty degree rule pretty religiously. I mean, like with leg warmers and stuff. If it warms up, hey, great. But if you're out there in forty five degree weather with without something covering your legs, okay, you're taking your chances. Yeah, for no reason, exactly. And and why be cold? Yeah, no. So that's there. Okay. However, so however, racing, I have no problem throwing some baby oil on the legs and a little bit of icy oh. hot, and and I will race in shorts down to thirty thirty degrees. 
Oh, I'll God. wrap my top pretty hard, but I, I I don't like racing in tights, especially if it's wet. Really? If it's wet, I I mean, your tights don't do you that much ba- good anyway. Baby oil? I used to have this stuff made by, I think it was Mueller. I think it was made for, for football players or something like that. Uh-huh. And it made icy hot. Was it that orange stuff? It made, yeah. Oh, that made icy hot. Make, like That's like, you know, that would make like. I'm, oh, that was amazing. Yeah, you're looking for the way to describe it. This stuff was... I had that stuff. You gave that to me once. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. This stuff, This stuff. you know how when you were a kid you put bag bomb in somebody's underpants? This stuff, if you did it, you would have been arrested for oh, putting that in somebody's underpants. Were they a boy neutered? Comes Absolutely. Months. This stuff was By This fire. stuff was toxic, and I, I had a tub oh. of it. And it was so, I mean, it was good. Just, oh, it was so hot. And embrocation is a big thing that a lot of people are using nowadays. And I mean, I guess that's a, a great thing is, you know, find the right one. And that's once we get to our shiny list, God, we're flying along on our shows, but, um, that would be a great thing to, to employ, you know, and to start, and to start doing that stuff. But this stuff, oh my God, the worst part was the shower after the race. Oh yeah. But do you agree? I mean, I'll race in shorts down to a fairly low temperature. If, if I have something covered them. Yeah. I, I mean, I got have something on them. See, if, I'll, if I'll, you've ever seen my legs in public, I mean, I'm pale blue at best. Yeah, yeah. I make I make Larry Bird say, "Damn, get some sun." Damn boy. Yeah. That and and I don't know how you shave your legs. That's spectacular. The fact that you've suffered through that this this many years. What, you don't. Well, I shave my legs, but the fact <laughs> of of the Brillo pad that you have for hair. Oh, now we're oh. getting personal. Oh my god! Now we're getting that personal. Was painful. Just because I have the ability to grow hair, okay, a lot of it uh, doesn't mean. Yeah, screw you. I've been. Well, that's up. another show. Yeah, that's exactly. another show. Okay, altogether. we got it. We got to move fast. Yeah. Um, um, next thing in advice training programs: Do you f- hire a coach? Do you go off a solo? Do you buy a book like uh, the Cr- Time Crunch program, Joe Friel's book uh, for the the Cyclist Training Bible? How do you go at this? I mean, do you hire a coach? My opinion is, um, if you can hire a coach that you like that works, do it. Um. If you cannot afford a coach, um, be appointed to you. One will be appointed for yeah. you. No, I, I would say I think once you, if you can get Chris Carmichael as a coach, do it. Um, everybody uses a coach. Lance Armstrong uses a coach. Yeah. To say otherwise would be ridiculous. To say that everyone can afford a coach, fifty bucks—that's your power bill. Might not be able to do that. There's a lot of stuff out there that's available too. Just yeah. for the, for the basic no-brainer. I'm still following the old Eddie B coach plan man i mean uh, i learned worked at least five times for him yeah exactly so i'm i'm following through with that so um all right top five top five i need some some music i gotta get a new jingle to go into the wild transition shows down 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 yeah okay top five list top five going along with the theme winter training aids what helps you get through top five elements personally I'm go in no particular order. Number one, and I'm not just saying this because it's happening right now. Podcasts. I am addicted to my iPod, and I plug that sucker in. I listen to. I don't listen. Nobody listens to their own shows. I don't. I don't. Show. I've never heard our. I've never heard one of our shows. I have to because I, I, know. I cut it and edit it. But um. But I. I listen to. Listen to. And I'm going to tell you to go someplace else. I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith stuff. If you're okay with swear words. Great stuff, funny stuff. I listen to a lot of the comedy-based ones. If you are so inclined, have the ability to hook your iPod up to a TV, um, 
we're going to have a link on our website here shortly, and this is this is not a sales pitch, but there's this guy putting together these podcasts called the Sufferfest. Ooh! If you have never seen the Sufferfest, get on their website, Sufferfest.com, and check them out. I think they were just reviewed in Velo News. I've been I fell in love with the Sufferfest about two years ago. These are video podcasts. Of like trainer workouts? They are brutal. But what they are is they're all cycling footage of pro races. And then a caption will come on, okay, say ch- and then he'll say, okay, we're going to go on a chase. And then he cuts to a new race where it's the final 5K of the World Championships. Oh. And you're sprinting and you got to keep up with this shit. Uh, whoop, there I did it again. And you got to do it and you got to keep moving. And it is freaking awesome. Brutal workouts. Podcasts, I'm addicted to them. They get me through. A lot of them are about the hour limit. And and you can just kind of plug away and get through it, and it's nice. some, it's something to track your mind. That's that's my number. That's one of mine. One of my favorite workouts for the winter workout, and I do it probably I don't know once a month, maybe twice a month. And uh, I think Pat's going to come over and check it out. Is mm. I think one of the classic cycling movies mm. ever, and I I hate to say it, mm. everybody's going to hate me for it. American Flyers. Oh God. It's no! Hor- it's horrible. Davey, you dumbbell! But at least somebody tried. At least somebody tried. You go get him, gringo. Uh, gringo, yeah. I, yeah, like, like you could race like that with a beard. Really. I'm going as Belov for but, Christmas. I mean, for Halloween. But here's what for I do. For Christmas. Oh, I am Sergey Belov. Hello. Take present, child. Hello. I would like to give you banana. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> Hey, Belloff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to be the cannibal. I'm two seconds in front of you. Yeah. Um, but here's <laughs> here's how it works. Here's how it works. You you watch American Flyers, which puts you at an hour and a half on the trainer. Oh, God. Okay, so that sucks. And then every time the hell of the West is mentioned, oh. you do a one-minute interval. Holy sh... That's genius. Yeah. It's... it's uh, it's a tough one. That is a suffer fest, and it's fun. Wow! Because every time you know, every time you hear "Hell of the West," you wind it up. Oh my gosh, that's that's awesome! And you do get a forty-five second um, break after the the. the they first say it interval. a lot. They yeah. say the Hell of the West more than Al Pacino says the f word in Scarface. Yes, and my little friend. Oh um, wow! Yeah, but yeah, that's that's uh, one of the things. Little games, little games I play yeah. with myself. I think that's that would be the lesson to take from that. Is I think the hell of the west lesson that you play little games with yourself and and get yourself through it and make it enjoyable and make it fun. You know what? That the funny thing is that links into my my second item was was Netflix on demand. I'm hooked on the Netflix, and I'm sh- I, you think American Flyers is on there? Damn it! It better be. There is a good chance. I would say. Better than average. Yeah. So, oh my God, that's brilliant. I'm going to try that one. Um, it's hard. It's not so bad in the beginning. <laughs> three more on the list. Oh my God, that features like towards the end. Oh, he said it again. <laughs> Here he comes up for the, the hell of the West. Yeah. This is he could very well be the winner of the hell of the West. He could. <laughs> Do you add him on, or you just keep sprinting the whole no, way? You just keep sprinting through it, and then you get 45 seconds. But if he says it at the end of the 45 seconds, you're back you on. You gotta it. go again. It's yeah, it gets a little tough. Oh wow. There are some big cycling names scattered throughout that movie. Bill, oh. Bill Woodle is one that, you know, God rest his soul, Bill Woodle. Um, he, he's, he's right at the finish when he comes through and he says, Davey, uncorked a big one. 
Oh and yeah, that was the, I mean, I remember meeting Bill and talking to Bill, Jeff Roke, a guy who just became a Facebook friend of mine the other day, and I'm gonna, I'm I'm trying to get this man on the show, a legend in announcing in the United States cycling community, and and he, I saw him on there. He's not the guy announcing in the events, and I, that's why I remember seeing it as a kid going, "What the hell? Why isn't Jeff announcing?" I digress. Next thing, variety, keeping it, keeping it going. Uh, if, if it wasn't for variety, we talked about the hour limit. One thing I have learned that just rocks, especially when I go to the gym here, is the gym thing. I do a half hour on the bike, a half hour on another thing, a half hour on another thing, and then I finish with a half hour on the bike. I've just done two hours. Yep. It's, it, that's gold. Sometimes I'll count calories, um, and, and then I think about what I can eat. Why not? <laughs> Damn, there's a beer. If I go another hour, I can have two. Exactly. It's like Christmas in my kitchen. Look at the back of the McDonald's nutrition information <laughs> and go to the gym. I mean, why not? Go, I just worked off a Big Mac. I can eat a Big Mac <laughs> Scott freaking free right now. Right now, I'm good. Screw improvement. Yeah, I've just dug a hole deep enough to put a Big Mac in. But the, but I mean, if 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 it's one day a week, I mean, you don't actually have to eat the Big Mac, but you can think of it in those terms, and that's a lot of fun. Oh, I'd eat it. Well, I mean, don't think don't think that there might not be some ice cream later. Oh, but God. um, but if you look at that and you look at how many calories you're burning, because all yeah. those machines have calories counters, and I mean, virtually every machine you're talking about, you do two hours, you're looking at anywhere from six to nine hundred calories per hour. Um, a Big Mac, I think, is five sixty five. Not that I've looked. <laughs> um, Holy crap! Really? So though. yeah, if you're gonna do two hours of, of of aerobic workout, look at what you can do or what you're gonna gain if you don't eat that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not a big deal, but I mean, it's. I just thought way that was funny. It's just, I mean, it's just like you're reading a menu. They, they hand you a menu at the athletic club, and they tell you how long it takes to work it out, and you go, "Oh my god, I'm really Jones for a double quarter pounder with cheese." I, I, I gotta go out and I gotta knock out an hour and a half here because that's that's. Then knock out the hour and a half. That's and brilliant. Go eat it. <laughs> oh my god, I never would have thought of that. And I don't know if you can really do that because some of those calorie counters are off and everything, but. What I'm saying is, is it's it's a way to go. Okay, well, I had this for breakfast. It's another way. If you're going to keep nutrition as part of your training diary, why not actually look at the calories you're burning? Okay. Yeah. God, my I, I'm cutting the list short. But one of my last ones is new stuff. If you have new gear, if you have a new bike, if you have new shiny anything sitting in the corner that you got for Christmas, oh my God, I got that new power meter. Oh my God, I got that new carbon frame. Oh my God, I got a new hat i mean anything that that's motivation to get you through because you want to go out and you want to play with it especially for me it's music players like i love getting oh, new music and, yeah. and going out and stuff like that i i mean and and one of the new one of the new cds i just got was kid rock actually it's <laughs> pretty they good call me kid. yeah, yeah. Kid. oh wow you know, but for uh if you're gonna do like a 45 minute little workout you know maybe switch up the songs because the first one probably you blow your whole wad for that yeah. one because you're, you're yeah. done but um no but anything new is great i agree with that anything shiny and new new shoes new yeah. helmet you know chris wore his helmet to the last podcast to the last but yeah when chris was in here when we did the whole team podcast that's in the documentary by the way if you want to ever check out the documentary um look 
Uh, you got to look me up on Facebook, Patrick Bolger. Actually, I'll put it on the podcast one. Yeah, throw it on there. Yeah, and then I'll put it on there, and you can see us all suffering in our our regeneration. So I'm going to switch categories. We only we have two more categories. Actually, we had about I have two more pages here that we we should go through, but we're not going to. I, I'd like to bring a new segment into the show, simply entitled "Don't Be That Guy." Don't be or girl. Don't be that. Guy. Guy. Yeah, we're going to just pick on the guys. And be including with the theme of the show I have entitled you. You know who you are. You're out there right now. You are now known as the super motivated, overtrained, rub it in, gone in April guy. Ooh. Everybody knows this douchebag. The guy who. And I remember I, I get in trouble for for using the f bomb, and you you start talking about female hygiene on the see douchebag is not have anything to do with female hygiene. I don't think I might want to look that up. Douchebag is just an American guy with a really tiny cut goatee and really greasy hair, and a big truck, and he's very short. I understand all that, but but the actual apparatus. See <laughs> n- now you cross the line. <laughs> See, I was doing fine. I just said the word. You defined it. Now everybody's going to know that. Oh, that's what that meant. Shut up. Yeah. And if you're one of the women out there who said, oh, now I know what it means. Now I know why nobody stands Shut around up, me. Pat. Now I know why nobody stands around me. Shut up, Pat. Okay. So, <laughs> Anywho, right. you know that guy. I knew this guy who used to actually get on his stationary bike at the beginning of Monday Night Football. And he would not get off until the game was over. In, like, November. That's three hours plus on the stationary bike. This is the guy who's always, you go out for a ride in January, and he decimates everybody in the sprint to the finish finish line. You're going to the state line, and he sees it, and he he goes by you faster, so fast, he's giving you the Mark Cavendish flipping the bird to you backwards behind you. He's going so fast. You know where he was? In June. April? April! Oh, just done. Gone. You never saw him anymore until the next year. Don't be that guy. Do not be the douchebag. See, I said it again. Who's out there overtraining it. And you know what? Even even in that same vein, the guy who always claims he's doing more training than you are. Yeah. I've learned a rule. This is my advice for for coming to the end of the podcast. Always tell people you're doing less than you're really doing. Oh, I think that's a good rule. Because if you tell somebody, no, I've only put in about two hours this week, and you really put in six, they're going to think you're a, a freaking freaking humanity, that, that you're awesome, that you're this just incredibly fast person. So, dude, think that, that, and then, then you put this little aura around you that you're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Always say less. Never say more. Never brag. Boys and girls. Yeah, I think bragging is bad. Last but not least, should I go into the new stuff or should I go into news headlines? News headlines. News headlines. Okay, we have some uh, news headlines uh, immediately uh, downloaded off the internet. I am not a news gatherer, but you know what? Uh, The the most important one I have just found recently um, entitled, Debate Should Doping in Sport Be Legal? Disgraced cyclist Floyd Landis has suggested this week that cycling authorities should simply legalize doping to make the sport transparent. Quote, 
just accept it's here, that it's not going away, and that it's just going to get more complicated, Landis insists. Yeah, um, that's really amazing, because if I'm not mistaken, that is the same man who said he did not dope until there was irrefutable evidence. Yeah, um, I, th- I think, I think uh, you know what, I, uh, let's be honest, it is still in the sport. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, is still, uh, it is still in all sports, boys and girls. If, if you think that... How about ins- ballet? Insert sport name here has not been inf- infiltrated by performance enhancers, you're a, you're a moron. Yeah, you're Pollyanna. It's in it's in every sport out there. Um, you know what, Floyd? I think I, I God. You know what? I was rooting for the guy. You know he he had really he came out of nowhere and did the impossible. Yeah, well, shocker. Um, and, and with help. Yeah, from... <laughs> but you know he's trying to bring down a lot of people with him, and and you know this this last ditch effort. You know, Floyd is retired from the sport because nobody will pay him to do the sport. So um, you know Floyd. I, I'm sorry to hear that, man. You know, but why continue to drag others down? Great American cyclist. Love to have him on the show. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he really, I think he did something that was pretty amazing. He stood on the Champs-Élysées with a yellow jersey, and he, he you know, yeah. he, he gave a great ride. And enough ride. testosterone to make me bald. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he gave a great ride and, you know, and all that. And, and I mean, he actually experienced all that. But, you know, I don't think... Crying sour grapes after the fact um, that you got caught, yeah, um, really counts. Floyd, I would love to see you make come back, but it's sorry to see you go. Last story of the evening: Lance Armstrong's Ironman triathlon plans could be jeopardized by knee injury. Dun, dun, dun. Lance is down at the uh, at the Tour Down Under as we speak, as the show is being broadcast. Um, kind of pack filler. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's hanging out in the middle of the pack somewhere. One of his last events as a majorly professional cyclist, uh, going out a little bit in style, helping out Team Radio Shack keep the PR going. Uh, it sounds like his goals of actually performing in an Ironman this year being hampered by running related injuries. Bummer. How many? Ironman triathletes have been hampered by running-related injuries. Mark, go! Many. Um, Many. I would say the most difficult portion of an Ironman to stay out of injury in. Um, It's brutal. Um, You're doing so much other stuff with your body. I think you summed it up best. You're going to steal my quote. Maybe not. I think you summed it up best when you were talking about the, the... the muscles that are overdeveloped by cycling, oh, overdeveloped yeah, 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 somewhere yeah. else. You're developing so many, so many areas at once with so much time develop, devoted to the sport. You know, I I think injury in running that is the most high impact part. I mean, it's just part of the deal, and that's why Ironmans technically aren't very healthy for you. I thought you were going to steal my quote, which is simply "only run when chased." Yes, that's generally a good rule. And if you would like to avoid cartilage injuries, that is an excellent rule. Just wait until the bad guys are after you. And then when the bad guys are after you, just don't be last. That's true. That is because they always eat. It's like being chased by bears. They only eat the last one. Yeah. yeah. You know, the the last deer is the one they all stop and munch on. You're free. You're good to go. Yeah. Don't be the last one. Wow. That's a good show. Did we fill a show with complete bull 
pucky or what? I believe so. I believe the entire show was filled with uh, said manure. All right. Well, you know what? The great thing is, is we're going to be back in two weeks, and we're going to probably have something more to talk about. And I, and as you know, I always said I wanted to start off the year light. I didn't. I wanted. Mark and myself to establish ourselves as your radio hosts. And then I wanted Hello. Yeah, and I wanted to bring in some guests here and I'm working on some heavy ones and uh I I, I could drop names but that's just not nice. Uh, it's not polite. No. And so what we're going to do is uh hopefully come next show we're going to be talking about some things. I've got some topic ideas that we can have some fun with some guests. So uh if you have any uh things to say Please don't hesitate to drop us a line. You can drop us individually, Mark or Patrick or info at Packfiller. We all have those wonderful funky things called emails. Awesome. Yep. We are available with a Facebook page, Packfiller Productions. We are available at our website, packfiller.com, and we have a Twitter account. And I'm I'm trying to think of other ways in which to waste your professional time. Smoke signals, we'll give it a go. Absolutely. Um, we uh, will be back here, as I said, in two weeks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making the numbers great. It was so nice to see a big number come as we came back, and it had been a long time, so we appreciate it. Thanks again, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Take care.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.